So I won't take anybody's time except just to welcome you, to welcome all the new people, the people that have been coming faithfully. It is wonderful to see everybody. Um, there were a series of announcements that I did email today that are important because they make it easy to find the recordings and the Zoom links um, and also the link to the source sheet. And if you have any questions about any of that, I'm your address. I want to say a quick thank you to um, our co-sponsors for this week's learning. Um, really, the learning that we're doing this week is dedicated to the memory of Rabbi Mendel Farber's itself, and um, and the sponsorships that came in were, um, you know, to go towards that. I am still looking for additional sponsorships, so very happy if anybody wants to volunteer. And with that, I will turn things over to Rabbi Hirschfeld. Thank you, Rabbi. Yeah, thank you, Donna. Okay, so the title of the uh, series of talks that we're going to be having <clears throat> for the next four days, today and the next three days, is Torah and Tehillim to do and to be. Uh, a few words about the choice of the topic. Um, a lot of us are saying Tehillim a lot more than we normally say Tehillim, or we used to say Tehillim. Um, I was listening to a uh, recording of a talk that Rabbi David Miller of the Grus Kolel uh, gave a few days after the outbreak of the war. It's a talk of Chizuk. And among the uh, things that he spoke about, um, one of the things that he mentioned is that he had just received a phone call from somebody who uh, asked him about introducing certain additions to the davening. And uh, because of the matzav and Rabbi, uh, and Rabbi Miller said, uh, no, not a good idea. Say Tehillim. And the response of the other person was, just Tehillim? And to which Rabbi uh, Miller said, just Tehillim, right? Tehillim is really a central thing about, central aspect of what it means to be a Jew. In his words, he says, Tehillim is the verbal expression of how Klal Yisrael relates to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of what it means to be a Jew. And we're going to look into some of the ideas that are found in Sefer Tehillim and some of the attitudes and some of the emotions that are expressed by David HaMelech in, right, in, in how he relates to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and, and uh, at a level which is different and in a very real way deeper than the level of relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we would have if we didn't have Sefer Tehillim, if we just had the Torah itself. Um, so when I heard Rabbi Miller, I was reminded of this mimer that we're going to be looking at uh, from Rabbi Leib Minsberg, uh, the uh, head of the uh, Masmidim Yeshiva here, uh, Masmidim community here in Yerushalayim. He passed away a few years ago. He wrote uh, several uh, several svarim called Ben Melech, and the svarim of Ben Melech, uh, you know, I, I find to be very interesting and very, very original, very creative, and very insightful. So I want to share this mimer with you as much as I can. Okay, so the title of the mimer that he writes is Sefer Tehillim, Shoresh Midas HaChasidus. That's mimer Yudbeis, you know, in a very large book. Shoresh Midas HaChasidus, and I'd like to talk about the Mida of Chasidus for a couple of minutes. Uh, 
when we talk about what does it mean to be a chosid, so here we're not talking about the chasidus of you know, to be a sapper or to be a vishnus or to be a, a, a breast lover, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the chasidus as uh, defined in the Mesil Sushorim. The Mesil Sushorim famously divides the Sefer into into three parts. The Sefer is based, as we know, on the ladder of Rav Pinchas Ben Yoyer. You move from one level to another level. You move from from Zihirus uh, to, to Zrizus to Nikias to Zprishus to Chasidus, etc., etc. But the Gadol, if you look at the at the big outline of the big structure of the Sefer, so we see that it's really divided into three parts. There is the part that has to do with being a Tzaddik. There's the part that has to do with being a Chosid. And then there is the final part, which has to be a Kodosh. If you pay attention in our davening on Shabbos and Rosh Hashanah, we said, uh, The first thing we talk about is Yoshor. Then comes the level of Tzadikim. Then comes the level of Chasid. And then comes the level of Kedoshim. Even in our Tfilos have delineated this Seder HaDavarim, that there is the Tzadik, there is the, the next level of the ladder is the, the Chasid, and the next ladder of the, of the, of the next level of the ladder is the Kadosh. So what do these terms mean for us? So in Rav Minsberg's terms, I would say that a Tzadik does everything he is supposed to do and refrains from that which he's not supposed to do, right? from everything that's usher. This is what I call the to-do of being a Jew. The chassid is the one whose very being is transformed by the mitzvahs, by the avodas Hashem that he does. The the, the tzaddik is, and the Mishil Shisharim writes it as as clearly. Mishil Shisharim says, when he starts talking about about Chasidus, about the second level. He writes this in the beginning of the 13th chapter of the Messiah, he says, everything that we've explained until now, up till this point, we've been talking about the Tzadik. But now the nagging question is, what does it look like? Okay. In other words, we have to have, we say, we, we need role models. We need to have a picture of what it looks like. I, uh, just a, an anecdote that I remember from years ago here in the yeshiva. I was talking to one of the Talmudim who was describing what his first sukkahs looked like. Right? Before he had any contact with rabbis, before he had any contact with, with, the, with the community, and he had no access to the Torah Shebaal All he had was the Torah Shebaal and he learned about sukkahs, and how did he celebrate his first sukkahs? He put branches over the top of his car, and that was his sukkah. Right? And so what is the, the what, we, what we have to see here, here is that without actually seeing things put into practice, we don't know how it's done. For many of us, right? If we would never have seen what a Shabbos table looks like uh, along the road to becoming Shomer Shabbos, so then we wouldn't know. You could learn all of Hilchus Shabbos from the beginning to the end, but if you don't see it, if you don't experience it, if you don't know what it looks like, if you don't feel it and taste it, so then 
right? You're, not, you're going to come up short. So this, we always need some kind of a picture of what does it look like? What does this, what, 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 how are we supposed to relate? And who can we follow in our attempt to reach a higher level of relationship with Baruch In this Mimer, we will study Sefer Tehillim. We will find that the Jewish emotions, feelings, and attitudes are the described and the paradigm of what they are, are, are exhibited by David Amelech. I just as a, also as a point, as, as, as we mentioned, it was mentioned earlier, uh, we're now in the, still in the midst of the, the Shiva for Moreno Rav Farber, Seichert Tzadik Levrocha, who many of you were influenced by in a very big way. And uh, and by divine coincidence, there are no real coincidence, but divine coincidence, I had thought about this topic even before uh, Farber passed away. But it, 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 I think that we'll see that many of the midos and many of the attitudes and many of the emotions that we'll be describing were really part of, of, of Farber's life himself. And if we if we want to look through David Amelech as the supreme model right, for all generations, but in our own generation and on our own lives, right, how many times did I tell the Talmudim in the yeshiva when trying to describe or trying to give an example of a person who was living avodas Hashem the way it should be, the way it's supposed to be, the way it's supposed to look? I would point to Rabbi Farber as being the the example. And so may our learning uh, right, today about the idea of of uh, being a better Eved Hashem, of being a more re- way of relating to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a deeper way, uh, may it be Le'ilu Nishmoso, may it be a Me'elitziyosha for all of us. Before we talk about Tilim, right, which will be in the, in the, in the next uh, talk, where we'll get more into the specifics of Tilim, let's look at the Torah itself. In the Torah, it tells us that Torah life is not only about doing, but also about being. This is something that many of us are familiar with. Right? The Pesach says, right, Kedoshim Tihiyu. You should be Kadosh. The Torah tells us to do many things, or there's many mitzvahs and many averos which lead to Kedusha. In the mitzvahs, if we do the mitzvahs, we will it will move us towards Kedusha, and if we avoid the Averos, then, then we will be we'll, we'll be avoiding uh, what takes us away from the Kedusha. The Torah gives us many, many mitzvahs, right? But as the Ramban famously says in, in, in the Parsha of Kedoshim Tiyu, the Ramban says that this part of the Torah is a general summary and tells us that when the Torah gives us individual mitzvahs, the Torah has something in mind. The Torah has in mind to create a human being who is Kaddosh. It's not enough to fulfill the letter of the law. It's not enough to fulfill just exactly what it says, because as the Ramban says, one could do all of the things right and avoid all of the Averos and still be a novel Rishusa Torah and still be a despicable person with the Rishus of the Torah, spending all of his days engaged in, in Gashmias, all of his days engaged in, in, in things which 
do not bring him closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but rather brings him away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the Torah wants us to be, right? Right? the Torah right, wants us to reach, to take all of the things that we do, and out of all of that, create a human being, create a person, create a Jew who stands in a certain spiritual level, in a certain spiritual madrekia. And the Ramban brings other examples as well in that same piece. Where the Ramban talks about uh, that the Torah wants people not only to keep to the letter of the law when it comes to Ben Oran Lechavero, but the Torah wants us to uh, become people who are Yashar and Tov, to do Yashar and Tov and to be Yashar and Tov. So we, we, we so therefore, uh, we have in, we have mitzvahs, we have inyanim of lifni mishura sadin. We we know that we are supposed to be mevater. We're supposed to even in monetary matters where I'll be the strict letter of the law. We would be justified in pursuing certain rights of ours. But if we are mevater, if we have lifni mishura sadin, it'll be worth it. Right. One last thing right, for today. Tomim tia im Hashem elokecha. There's a mitzvah to be tomim tia to be tomim. Kodesh Baruch Hu says that with everything that Kodesh uh, Baruch Hu said to Abraham Avinu and Parshas Lech Lecha, his halach lefonai vehayet tomim. Be a tomim person. And the Mefarshim say there, the Ramban also explains to be a tomim person means to live to to be in a certain attitude towards the the presence of Kodesh Baruch Hu in our lives. And to always understand that everything that happens in the world is something which comes directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So these are examples where the Torah itself tells us that in addition to the do's and the don'ts, there is the being. However, as we'll see in the coming talks that we'll have in the next few days, we'll see that there are very specific themes in Sefer Tehillim, which... Dovin HaMelech develops, and we'll talk about different attitudes, different ways of relating to the Kodesh Baruch Hu, and, and ultimately what we will be able to do when we study some of these, uh, these themes and some of these attitudes and some of these emotions that Dovin HaMelech expressed, we'll be able to use the Mizmorim of Tilim as a kind of litmus test to see where we're holding in our Ruchnias. Right? To what extent are we Moving towards the ideals and the goals of of of, uh, of, of the of Sefer Tehillim, or to what extent are we still reserved and still on the outside and still have yet to internalize some of those messages and are perhaps doing and what we're supposed to be doing, but not yet being what we're supposed to be. And I think that will be for the for enough for today. Thank you, Thank you. Rabbi. Thanks, everyone. Be in touch if you have any questions, and we'll Bezrat Hashem see you tomorrow. Thank you, Rabbi Hershel. Go to Thanks, Rabbi. Thank you. Thank you.